a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. Welcome to a new week on local matters. We will focus on how youth in Luxembourg can participate in political discourse, but also in decision-making on national, on local and on school level, so in their own small microcosmos. Tomorrow on Local Matters, we will give the stage to two young students of a school in Differdange. They will tell us how they experience their means to participate in the political discourse in Luxembourg and if they feel hurt by the politicians. They both have participated at the Jugendparlament, the youth parliament, which took place last week, where a group of young people, guided by the Jugendrot, the youth council, got the chance to debate their proposals, their ideas and their priorities in Parliament with members of Parliament. Today, to start this Local Matters Week, my guest is Charles Schmidt. He's the Ombudsman for Children and Youth in Luxembourg, so the OKU, the Ombudsman for Kanna and Jugend. Hello, Charles Schmidt. Good morning to the listeners of Radio Ara. Last week, the Jugendrot has invited youth to be in Parliament and to actually present their proposals in Parliament. However, we've had two large elections this year and youth was excluded in both elections. They don't have the right to vote unless they are 18 years old. Which ways to participate are there in Luxembourg, well, in your eyes? Yeah, yes, you're absolutely right uh, to this contradiction. On the one hand, the politics uh, developed some instruments in the last years or decades, I would say, concerning the participation of children and, uh, and adolescents and young people. On the contrary, young people and adolescents don't have the right to vote. So this also from the viewpoint of the rights of the child, it's important to maintain this uh, recommendation and uh, this idea of lowering the, the minimum age to participate to the election on a voluntary basis. So it is clear that adolescents from uh, 15 or 16 years on should be given the right to vote and to, to participate if they want to participate uh, in the political debates and also in the determination of the political leaders uh, of a country. And and uh, that would be a, a big a big progress. Unfortunately, it has not been, it is not a popular idea and that may be uh, anchored uh, in, uh, in in social ideas on, on the level of the Luxembourgish population. Has the OKU been involved or tried to change this paradigm and to um, get the right to vote or foster the right to vote for youth? So this debate uh, goes uh, back to, to the years also before my main mandate, but the Ombuds Committee for the Rights of the Child and also myself, I always uh, maintain this, this recommendation and this, uh, and I hope that the next governments and next parliaments will reopen this discussion. Unfortunately, this discussion has been closed by this referendum uh, that uh, took place uh, nearly 10 years ago, and therefore it is uh, very difficult also for political uh, actors to reopen the 
debate. But nevertheless, I think that uh, now we are, uh, uh, after after 10 or 15 years, at the end of this uh, new term of the parliament, there should be initiatives to reopen. And it's important that also in the frame of the constitutional reform, it has not been foreseen or you could have opened a door, I would say, in the constitutional reform that uh, other groups of population besides uh, the, the voters that are already uh, uh, now taken ac into account should be enlarged. So it is important to maintain and to uh, have a discussion in the next years, in the coming years, to reopen that door that unfortunately has been closed by this uh, referendum that illustrates uh, the state of mind of the adults' population, in adults' Luxembourgish voters' population, and uh, not at all the general view of, of the population, and, and disrespected also the voice of, of the, the children and young adolescents. Other doors have been opened in the past years, in the past decade maybe, or decades. There is the Zentrum für Politische Bildung that does a lot of youth work, as well as the Jugendrot and the youth parties, of course. So there are ways of engaging politically. How do you see this evolution? There is a positive uh, evolution. Uh, the, the youth parliament has been established by law, by the youth law, Lois uh, la Jeunesse. It's already 15 years ago. So, so this uh, now is a well-established instrument of uh, political participation, I would say. And also, there are also the youth convent that is taking place regularly, and also the the child uh, conference, the children's conference, Chico, that is held in in spring normally, and then you have also this um, this train for democracy uh, every year in November uh, to the parliament. So I would say that there are several instruments that exist and that has been developed in the last years. There is a regular exchange between youth representatives and parliamentarians. Uh, nonetheless, I would say uh, this should be uh, deepened and widened and also absolutely uh, concerning the municipalities. So I, I would say that uh, this is a challenge uh, for the new municipalities also in, 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 in charge that they uh, look how to establish an, uh, a dialogue uh, between the, the council, the, the town council, the municipality council and uh, youth representatives. So um, this is something that can be done uh, in, in cities, small cities. It can be done uh, by their own. Uh, for the smaller uh, municipalities, it could be done on a regional level. And then the government, uh, we have seen uh, during COVID uh, that had been a weak point that the participation of youth representatives had taken place not regularly and not really to have a big impact, but it was more a participation in the sense of information. So the youth representatives were more uh, informed about what are the next, uh, the next steps, the next uh, measures uh, that should be taken. There had been discussions, for instance, about uh, santé mentale, about the mental health of uh, young people, and I, would, I, I must say that the, the youth representatives, the youth parliament and the youth convent and the Jugendrot, in their recommendations before COVID, have already discussed the point of, uh, of the mental health of uh, children and, and young people, and that... Uh, During COVID, it, it, it became an absolutely uh, a new priority. Now, two, three years later, we can see that there are still obstacles in the access of mental health services uh, 
and that there is also uh, at some point shortages of um, therapy therapists or therapy offers uh, that should be uh, more more widely offered to the to the to the adolescents so if you talk about um, local initiatives i imagine that it's also easier maybe to involve young people on local decision ma making you have the uh, communes like volts for instance or hesperange which have uh, local municipal councils as well mm -hmm. if you talk about mental health however one argument that is often made by young people is that they don't feel well or that they don't know why to do all of this if politicians don't listen in any case and if nobody cares about climate crisis and all these topics which are important for the youth they don't feel hurt mm. yes this is an uh, this is, is an, a structural problem of uh, the right of participation the perception of uh, of, of children uh, and adolescents and on the uh, on the other side um, uh, the feasibility uh, and uh, the the rhythm of political life so this is really an, a point that always occurs and it is important that uh, uh, the consultations of children and adolescents uh, always also produce results so this is something and therefore it is so important that the municipalities engage in this uh, promotion of the right of participation that because because uh, municipalities they have many resources to produce more rapidly and uh, and quick uh, results of a consultation process but uh, also on the national level it is important to that political leaders um, regularly uh, consult uh, the rep youth representatives and also produce results that that's for sure and uh, but this is uh, The interests of the young generation uh, comes in conflict with uh, other stakeholder interests and they often have uh, other and strong pressure uh, on, on political decision making and therefore I think that um, young people who are practicing and engaging in uh, participation processes, they, uh, they also um, acquire a certain realism about uh, the political social system uh, in Luxembourg and in Europe and abroad and also on an international level. But they also learn competences how to uh, evolve themselves in this system in order to better make uh, their point and to better defend their interests and the interests of their generation and the next generations. Participation is, is really an idea, it's an on, it will always be a very, uh, it will be a learning process and a challenge for all parties, also for the adults listening to the young people. And um, uh, therefore it's so, an, an, from the viewpoint of the children's rights, it's so a strong idea because uh, with the question about how to promote and to uh, guarantee the right of participation, in all areas of life, practices uh, can be challenged and can be questioned. So you work at um, as a, the Ombudsman for Kanan uh, Jugendrechte, for children's and youth rights. You work based on the UN Convention on the Rights of the Children. Does a right to participation, does that exist? In effect, um, so our work is based on the UN Convention of the Rights of the Child and uh, the right to participate is uh, one of uh, the big 
pillar of this convention and it lasted a hundred years to develop this uh, to develop these ideas and this rights of uh, of the of the rights of the child and uh, so uh, from the first declaration of the rights of the child in, in 1924 until the convention in 1989 it was a, an, an evolution to not only have protection rights uh, but also uh, to have this participation rights enshrined in the convention and uh, from the viewpoint of the convention, it is an uh, obligation uh, from the, mem the, the states who ratified the convention to, to guarantee that in all processes, in all procedures uh, where decisions are taken concerning children, children are, uh, have the possibility uh, to be heard and that their viewpoint is also taken into account. So this is a very, very strong idea, I would say. And it's always, for all professionals, it's an, uh, really a challenge. It's for educators in daycare services, as well as for teachers in secondary classes, as well as for all the people working um, in the field of jurisdiction on, on courts, uh, so child lawyers, judges, and so on, but also for all other uh, people who are working with children and, and adolescents. So there's a big nuance uh, in the Article 12 participation article. So if a young person, so below the age of âge de discernement, is called in French, and uh, so that to say the, the, the age from what a child is capable uh, of forming his own view and, and judgment. So below this age, uh, it should be done, but um, above this age of uh, discernment, of the age of uh, capacity of forming his own view, it is really an obligation. That is a big difference. And it, for, for all the different professionals, for all different context, it has to be uh, precise uh, also on an, individual, on an individual case. So this idea that uh, social professionals and all professionals who are working with children and young people, they all should do it. But uh, we as children's uh, rights defenders, we say that it's really an obligation. Thank you. So that was Charel Schmidt in our interview. He's the Ombudsman for Children and Youth in Luxembourg. And we talked about the means that youth has to participate in political discourse and in decision-making in Luxembourg. Tomorrow we will continue this discussion. I have invited Diana and Marta, two students from Differdange, who will talk about how they experience their opportunities to participate in politics in Luxembourg. So tune in again tomorrow for the second episode of This Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on our city radio 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rscityradio.com.